I'm flinging myself into spring cleaning. I'm going to fling into spring at Total Wine and clean up on Chardonnays and fruit-flavored vodkas at low prices. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. You're listening to the Soda Citizen Podcast, a podcast that highlights all of the reasons why Columbia, South Carolina is an amazing place to call home. My name is Mary Lane Sloan. And I'm Brad Allen. Mary Lane and I run The Art of Real Estate, a local real estate brokerage here in Columbia with the goal of not just helping people buy and sell homes, but to go beyond that to help create a sense of community that people are proud to call home. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, y'all, it's Brad Allen and the best sidekick in the business, Mary Lane Sloan, who's letting me do the intro today. Uh, and we're at one of the coolest new places on Main Street. It's called the OG Roastery. And we're here with Lance, who's the director of public relations for Olive Gospel Mission. And we want to learn more about where we're at, what we're like, what we're drinking, how y'all came to this. Like, I want to know it all because this is probably one of the coolest things I've seen in a very, very long time. So, yeah. Lance, I always come to these things. We joke, like, talk to me like I'm a five-year-old, right? So, like, <laughs> no big words. But first of all, for those that don't know Oliver Gospel, geez, yeah. you're not from Columbia if you've never heard of Oliver Gospel. But if you mm-hmm. haven't, what is the mission of Oliver Gospel? Then how does this play into it? Yeah. Well, we've been around since 1888. Uh, started a long time ago, obviously over 130-some years. Uh, just ministering to homeless men, essentially, yeah. just here on the corner of Taylor Street and Assembly. And uh, over the past um, five years, things have really kind of exploded. We've begun to do ministry to women and children Mm -hmm. as well. We have a thrift store that raises funds um, for the mission. Right. And and now a roastery, which, you know, as you'd ask that question, I mean, it did start probably the idea was really conceived a few years ago with when uh, Mark Davis, a guy who's. Uh, and our men who's over our men's ministry aspect of the program went right. to California and saw kind of a, a similar concept, not quite as full blown as this. It was just simply roasting coffee beans right. and using that as an opportunity to do two things. Uh, the first thing, of course, is fundraising. Yeah. You know, it's a good opportunity to, you know, it's an easy thing sure. people want, you know, and. Also, the, the really the true heart of it was training men how to roast coffee to get to give them some job skills. Sure. And so he brought that idea back. And this whole area was just kind of this rundown part yeah. of Taylor Street that you could literally see from the second floor through to the bottom, you know, just wow. messed up. Um, shell of a building. And yeah. so we renovated this area and initially just plopped the uh, machine in there uh, to roast coffee. And that's all it was going to be initially. Oh. A few okay. years ago, it was just, we're just going to roast coffee, do bulk coffee sales, train guys how to roast coffee. Yeah. And then things began to develop uh, over time. We said, you know, that's not enough. And, you know, we need to have a cafe. People need to be able to taste the coffee. Sure. And, and so the idea just continued to grow. This whole area ended up being truly renovated. We actually have two uh, coffee roasters and a full out, you know, three, three brew head espresso machine and, you know, all the all the good stuff. Yeah. So that we could brew the coffee as well as sell it and also use the entire shop, the whole concept to train not just in coffee roasting skills, but also in barista skills and customer service and running a register management training sales we want to be able to use this area not just to raise funds, but sure. to be able to train men and women yeah. um, in job skill training, get them back on their feet. So, yeah. Wow. That's, That's all awesome. my thought. Yeah. yeah I was mm-hmm. going to say, so how long has this coffee shop been open? 
Yeah, <laughs> barely two months. Oh wow! Okay, we are super fresh, and you guys are like right on the scene. So yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> we try to stay ahead of the curve. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> actually, I got to give a shout out to Matt with yeah. the Main Street District. Right. We did our podcast a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they were talking about the cool new stuff about to open, and they're like, yeah. "OG Roastery is like yeah. about to hit." So mm-hmm. uh, we reached out to to do that. But to, yeah. for people that um, are just listening, um, hi mom, because that's the only private person. <laughs> but other than that, we're between Taylor and Main. I mean, we're between mm-hmm. Assembly and Main street on taylor right next right. to oliver gospel like main building so right. if you want to find it what are the hours typically run for this um cafe yeah so uh, monday through friday we're open from seven to six okay and then we just open up an hour later on saturday gotcha uh closed on sunday gotcha. um but uh rocking the rest of the week so. yeah absolutely so would you say that you can get pretty much everything at starbucks here uh you can get more here. all right yeah. yeah tell us a little bit about that yeah, so I mean, I do have a background at Starbucks. I worked for Starbucks in in, in a f- kind of a middle manager, if if you will, for a okay. year or so. And so we did bring a lot of the concepts from Starbucks sure. here, as far as some kind of basic recipes, a lot of the typical things that you would find. But um, one of the things I wanted to do was kind of go back a little bit more old school and be able to to really get people to be able to have a French press again, to have you know a pour over that you know like you'd get it drip, for right. example, in town, another great place. You know, you just take the time with the coffee, truly enjoy it, to be, let it to be an art again, art of real estate. There you go. And so, right. you know, it's going to be a training. It is a training facility. So we don't want to just pump out drinks. Right. You know, we want the men and women that work here and that train here to really have sure. a love and a passion for coffee. And so they have the opportunity to really see coffee being made from, from being green coffee beans that we have in these barrels here to roasting it and learning how to make espresso with it, learning how to make you know, drip coffee and just different kinds of specialty drinks. And yeah. we've, we've got a ton of flavors and, you know, we, we do the same kind of, you know, lattes if you, you get it at Starbucks, but sure. with more flavors, Frappuccino yeah. type stuff. And, um, but we just take a little bit more pride in it, I yeah. think, yeah. and, uh, try to, and I Give see some oppor- pastries in there. Do y'all make those in-house? I wish I could say we okay. did. We're trying to focus on one thing to <laughs> let right. that really that's be right. the... Yeah, that might be a smart thing we should look at yeah. some point. <laughs> but we keep the prices cheap, you yeah. know, too. So that's a good food to have, um, you know, with, with a cup of coffee. And our prices are, are you going to find them to be cheaper than... Um, sure. Than, than a Starbucks or a competitor. But the great thing about all this, too, is it's cheap in another way because there's no taxes. We're a nonprofit. Literally everything, that every dime you spend here goes right back into the work that we're doing with the, yeah. the men, women, and children that we serve. So yeah. it's a, a great opportunity to know that, hey, if you buy your coffee here, you know, it's going somewhere right. besides, right. you know, just your individual pleasure. It's helping somebody. Sure. Right. So. Yeah, so, so if you take all the money you currently spend <laughs> at Starbucks and start dropping it here, yes. you can make a real impact. That's true. I will say I'm an iced coffee fiend. I mean, I'm I'm like in the 30 ounces a day, probably iced coffee. Wow. And you go to the yeah, it's uh, what's that? The Trenta? Like yeah. that's my starting coffee. Yeah. Um. All that being said, I go to places I get iced coffee, and sometimes mm-hmm. it is just over. I mean, it is for me just overpowering. It's wow. like rocket fuel. And this is really, I mean, I like it. It's really well blended. You can drink it at two o'clock mm-hmm. and not feel like I'm going to be up at mm-hmm. three in the morning tonight. Like I really yeah. do like the flavor. I know Andrew's back there drinking a flat white something. I don't understand <laughs> that is, but it looked good. It looked really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so talk to us a little bit about the roasting process because mm-hmm. people may not know what roastery is. I have a, I mean, I've been to Ethiopia a couple of times. I saw some like live coffee beans. That's yeah. about the extent of it, but like how, what do y'all, what do y'all, like, how do y'all do it? Do you import the beans? Yeah, where do you get from? the beans from? 
Yeah. So we Start do with the bean. Yeah. Well, we have an importer that we work with called Cafe Imports that's in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. But they bring in green coffee and work directly with the grower from just all over the globe, essentially. Sure. Yeah. So we have coffee from, you know, South America, from from Indonesia, um, just just anywhere they can get coffee. Africa, obviously, yeah. I can't leave out Africa <laughs> from the, the very best places right. in the world to get coffee from. Anywhere where, you know, the equator is essentially, that's yeah. kind of the coffee belt, if you will, where you <laughs> get coffee from. So, you know, we've, we've got, um, probably about 10 or 11 different coffees in here right now. Okay. Uh, actually what we use to, to make our cold brew is, uh, from Guatemala. Okay. It's uh, from this area called Weiwei Tenango. It just has kind of a nice natural smoothness yeah. and fruitiness to it. Yeah. And, but, uh, so anyway, yeah, we, we get that coffee in and we roast, um, so it batches. Comes in, it comes in just like green. It lasts yeah. forever or, I mean, well, I wouldn't say forever, sure. But when you do get coffee, this just happens to be fortuitous that this is right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is what um, it's what Ew. green green coffee looks like. Okay. Can I smell it? Absolutely. And that's actually the coffee I'm just referring to from Guatemala. Hmm. So we get this coffee in like it this, like and a it's lintel. yeah, and it just you know it smells uh, kind of grassy a little bit, yeah. you know, a little slightly fruity the way that this has been processed. Um, but, um, we roast it in a, a barrel roaster that we have. It's a six kilogram machine that essentially we roast a little over 10 pounds at a time. And the kind of the meaning behind our shirts, actually, um, it starts out green, you know, begins to dry out, turn yellow. Gotcha. Um, and then it goes through a process just to kind of oversimplify, sure. you know, called the Maillard phase, and then it goes through what we call first crack. Coffee actually cracks like popcorn. It sounds like popcorn when it goes off. And after that stage occurs, basically you have your your light, your medium, and your dark roasts. Hmm. And so depending on how long you roast a coffee, you can actually go into second crack. You truly get a dark roast and, and so on. If you so go the, too far, you get charcoal. You so know, the longer so. you roast it, so if you get like a dark blend coffee, which I tend to drink, that's probably been roasted longer. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. You roasted longer. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then obviously blonde, you, you barely kind of just get enough roasting to make right. it crack you and then you're done. Just go through first crack typically. And then, yeah, hmm. that's, you that's like where your light roast begins. Well I like a lot of crack. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cracked out. <laughs> but, so when it comes to coffee in the, I always thought it was the type of coffee made the blonde roast, but can any, so can any coffee be a dark roast? Like yeah. any type of coffee bean, mm -hmm. I guess? Absolutely. You can take any kind of coffee and, and take it to a dark roast. And really the balance and the argument that you hear from a lot of roasters is, yeah. you know, how far do you, that's, where do you stop? Sure. How far do you take this before you, you pull it out of the oven, so to speak? Right. You know, when is it ready? Because what you, what, what's interesting about coffee and why I love it is it's a lot like wine because of where the origin of this bean comes from. And so if you, a nice light roast, you're going to taste more the origin of where that coffee came from. Sure. But the longer you roast coffee, you begin to lose that. So if this is naturally, you know, tastes like blueberries, for example, the more right. I roast it, you're not going to taste blueberries after a while. Mm. It's all going to begin to taste the same. Gotcha. It's going to be roasty and you'll still have a lot of caramelization kind of flavor sure. too, too much. It's going to be a little smoky. Gotcha. And that's where you get the complaints with a lot of people that th say that Starbucks is coffee is, yeah. is burnt. Yeah. It's not that it's really burnt. It's just they take a lot of their things to a certain degree that yeah. you don't really taste as much of the origin of the coffee itself. I was always told yeah. they burned it on purpose so you would get the flat white drinks and the more expensive lattes and stuff than just the regular old brewed coffee. Yeah, it's possible. Now, there's people roast coffee for different purposes. Right. You can roast it for, you know, just like I'm drinking it now, just black. Right. Or some of them 
do what you mentioned so that it pairs well sure. with milk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm telling you, like a little side thing though, having some education classes around because I've been drinking coffee for years. I don't, I didn't know half. Of yeah, this you stuff. have wine yeah. classes all the time. You should start offering some coffee classes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I can't neglect to mention too that you know the whole point behind the shirt is not just to show the process sure. or the coffee. But we've kind of come, our phrase here is transform coffee, transform lives. Yeah. So in the same way that coffee is transformed, sure. you know, we're about, you know, transforming lives here. So these men and these women that come in. So, yeah. you know, just like that first crack, you know, opens things up, you know, it's just, yeah. you know, for some people, it's like, you know, there's a time in their lives where the light bulb goes off and they realize something's got to change. And so we get to, we're excited that we yeah. get to be a part of that, you know, at the mission in a different creative kind of way. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Really great analogy to what yeah. Oliver Gospel does. And, and actually also Toby's place, right? That's, right. Absolutely. That's the, the female version of Oliver. Is that, that said the right way? The, the women and children ministry of Oliver yes. Gospel? Yeah. So we have a men's center. We have a women's center. Uh, Toby's place. Actually, what's exciting too is that the, the first three baristas that we hired were all women. And two of those came from Toby's place. Uh, and, uh, you know, as we've, as we've looked for folks to bring into the program here, it's just right. kind of, that's what the Lord's done. We yeah. just said <laughs> just a lot of ladies, it's been great and they've been fantastic and, and, and none of them have a background in coffee, sure. which is really interesting. Yeah. So it's been a, a really cool thing to be able to see, you know, just how absolutely this yeah. is making a shape in their well, lives. I think so. it's awesome too, because it, I hear, um, I hear the gentleman that runs Oliver Gospel on the radio like every mm-hmm. couple of episodes yeah. and just, you know, telling what the good work's going on here and how people can help out and all that, which is fantastic. And I'm sure a lot of people do this, but also it's another way for people to do it and also, you know, put their money and in, 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 in coffee into a, a further educational process than maybe just donating 25 bucks. Yeah. They know yeah. this got a little bit. For, so with that being said, we're right on the holidays and this should come out sometime soon, hopefully, depending on Andrew's schedule. It's very busy. Um, but with all that being said, how can people also help Oliver Gospel, Toby's Place or any other ministries that kind of uh, Oliver Gospel's doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the greatest things we love to have is folks that are just willing to volunteer okay. you know, to come and actually be a part of it. Sure. We have a lot of volunteer opportunities actually here too. So if you're one of those people that loves coffee, yeah. uh, you have the opportunity to kind of come and support that aspect, help bag coffee, help brew coffee. So what's the best way yeah. for somebody to do that? Should they sign up online or yeah. call or just walk in the front door? Yeah. We are uh, volunteer, um, uh, person here has set up a great website okay. for us that allows you just to yeah. to look at the different opportunities and sign up there. It's super easy. You can like with us, for example, you can just see all the different time slots and say, "Hey, I want to work this day. I want to sure. work that day." Yeah, it's just really easy. So, but you can serve here. You can serve in the men's area and uh, maybe serve a meal or sure. you know, there's there's a million a million different projects. It sure. seems seems like that. Speaking of the holidays, do you guys sell gift certificates? We do. We have yeah. uh, the uh, gift cards up at the register. One of the things that's been fascinating since we've opened, it's been really difficult to keep up because everyone's deciding, hey, I'm just going to buy like eight bags at a time, oh, right? Yeah. you know, for family members <laughs> yeah. and, and whatnot. Yeah. We're working on an order for a company today for 130 yeah. bags of coffee. Oh, so wow. so yeah. I know we're popping around a little bit with gift cards, but also yeah. how can people buy coffee? Can they buy it online as well and have it shipped to them? Or they got to pick mm-hmm. it up locally or 
We are like. we are heading that direction. Gotcha. We're not quite ready I yet. Feel you, I feel you, buddy. <laughs> I trust me. I feel you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great ideas. You're like, yeah. oh, we got a couple more steps. Oh, yeah. I'm with right, you. right. But if you know, one of the cool things about this place too is that the coffee that you get here is fr- is fresh roasted. I mean, you pull anything off the shelf, it's yeah. barely been up there, especially right now, like maybe two days. Oh, wow. Um, so if you do have some kind of order, if you got something you want to get for your family, you know, come on in and let us know. Hey, I'd like to get ten bags of this, ten sure. bags of that. You know, we'll get that prepared for you and ready. Um, but yes, eventually we will have, we're going to look and have like a coffee of the month club yeah. or something of that nature. Yeah. Anything you want. Once we get a few more staff in place, yeah. we'll be ready to roll with that. So, yeah. Well, it's funny how Main yeah. Street's becoming like craft yeah. coffee corridor between yeah. yourselves yeah. and yeah. obviously Enda and Drip. And mm-hmm. we also got the 800 pound gorilla down the road as well, Starbucks. Yeah. But yeah, but this is like the, the, like the biggest concentration of mm-hmm. like craft coffee that I've seen in a very long time. And yeah. Um, the atmosphere is awesome. Yeah, obviously great. the coffee's great. It's super friendly and COVID friendly. You can yeah. tell, I mean, the lady even grabbed my coffee top lid with a napkin to put on. So right, right. Uh, overly, uh, overly cautious on that. And honestly, uh, being in Columbia for gosh, almost 20 years now, like mm-hmm. Oliver gospel has always been a big part and I'm very yeah. appreciative of what y'all have done for the city. Thank you. Um, it's amazing. Um, I work out with guys from F3 that do stuff yeah. down at the uh, Finley park. And it's just awesome to see those guys now have become friends. Yeah. They started in the program. And they're great dudes. And that's yeah. all a testament to them and the program that y'all run. So yeah. thanks. I appreciate thanks. that. Yeah. So we always like to round out our um, our sessions by asking you if you, I mean, of course, you don't have a crystal ball, but what do you envision downtown Columbia looking like in the next five years? Or what's something that you would hope to see in the next five years? Downtown Columbia, as far yeah. as our, from our just, perspective sure, or just yeah. in general? Yeah. All of you yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I, you know, I'd, I'd love to see even more coffee shops, uh-huh. you know, yeah. love, I'd like to see this kind of multiply and be in sure. some other places. We've already had people asking, <laughs> like we've been open two months guys, <laughs> yeah. you know? Um, but, uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely exploded. It seems sure. like over the last few years, yeah. um, I really like, you know, just the more opportunities for more restaurants, more food opportunities, yeah. things to do, you know, main streets just kind of gone like just gangbusters here well, I lately. I've got so. a question from that, and you, you may not want to answer this because you might yeah. make some people mad. I'll, I'll be honest with that. But as Main Street <laughs> has got... the controversial section yeah, as, of our podcast. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee, so I don't have my mouth on. <laughs> but as Main Street's gotten more popular mm-hmm. recently, and more people are coming down here, shops are opening, has that put a pinch on y'all a little bit of like bad PR or people just giving y'all the stink eye? Because we are, you are serving the most needy of the citizens that we have. And mm-hmm. sometimes people that want to put in nice restaurants and stuff don't always see it the same way. And that's a really loaded question, but if y'all felt that pinch has been better. No, I think things have been better. One of the things that's been really exciting about um, our new executive director is that he's had a really heart to really engage more than any previous director, quite honestly, with the community Sure. to really get to know folks. So they know what we're about. They know, you know, how we want to help. We want to better the community. Sure. You know, this isn't just a place for, for men and women to get a, a meal and a place to stay. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, place where we want to turn people's lives around and have them actually contribute to the community. Sure. And so I mean, he's constantly out there getting to know more and more folks in the yeah. area. And I think when we have those relationships and people sure. realize what our heart is and what we're about, uh, that, that's really the heartbeat of this too, yeah. is that this is bringing what we do out to the community. You know, there was a lot of times where people would wonder what really goes on at the mission besides right. seeing this big long line of men that would line up along the street to get a meal. Sure. And that's changing. And uh, we're just kind of, this is kind of a real big step for us to open up our arms and say, come on in. And, you know, you're going to 
Yeah. Learn a bit more about us and actually help support the mission just by getting a cup of coffee. Sure. Yeah. Cool. That's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on oh, our show today. My I've, pleasure. I've learned a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Um, I would encourage all of our listeners and viewers to yeah. come on down and get a cup of coffee or get a, a gift card or a bag of coffee for a stocking stuffer That's and right. keep, um, keep supporting our local businesses. So thank you so much. And um, hope you guys will subscribe and check us out for our next podcast. Awesome. Thanks. 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 Appreciate it. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook.